What's up, my beautiful Fun family? My name is Ariel Rivera, and I am your host of Fun Insurance Solutions. Today, we have a great episode with my good friend, Stephen Moore. Steve, who, by the way, this is his second time around on the podcast. You're going to listen to Steve's story. He's an amazing guy. He's been an industry leader for over 20 years. Steve is going to talk to us about his new project, the theinsuranceindex.com. Again, the theinsuranceindex.com, which is a website that he has built with tons of resources for insurance professionals from conferences, events, or associations, you name it, everything. He has built a great website with tons of resources, and I'm sure you're going to love this episode. All right, before we start, I want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, Covered Desk. Visit CoveredDesk.com, schedule your demo, and let them know you're part of the fun family. Covered Desk is a virtual assistance company. They're awesome. I can tell you one thing about virtual assistants. They are there to help you with the back office. So reach out to Covered Desk, let them know you're part of the fun family, and let's go have some fun. So I am more than honored to bring you the great Steve Moore. How you doing, brother? Awesome, Ariel. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm, uh, I wish we were golfing, but that could be a little bit better. But hey, listen, yeah, still. Um, my, my first appearance, we played golf, we hung out, you know. I know, I know, I know. Those were the good old days. Now we got to work more. <laughs> exactly. Dude, how you been? Everything good? Very good, man. Very good. A lot going on, a lot of exciting stuff happening, but uh, busy is good for sure. Yes, that's a good problem to have, right? That's always good. Listen, brother, it's Friday. You know it's coming. Seven o'clock at night. You had a wonderful week. Everything is going on perfect. You're going to share a lot of information today, which I love. But you want to sit down at home, just relax, chill. What's your drink of choice? Drink of choice would definitely be a uh, bullet rye old fashion. Good for you. Nice. So listen, man. Let's just, let's go down memory lane. Let's open, you know, the trunk of memory as, as a translation from Spanish to English. Um, open the trunk of your car. Tell us a little bit or a lot, as much as you want to share about who Stephen Moore is and how you became the industry, the insurance industry leader you are today. Oh, yeah. No. So, yeah, it's been a long, been a long journey, been around a bunch of years. But, uh, you know, as far as kind of the insurance game, you know, even going back to, gosh, I think I got first license in 1996. That was just forever ago, but... Uh, no, that was yesterday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was still in high school, just so you know. I don't want to make you feel bad. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, but no, I was worked in agencies. I managed agencies. I was district manager and gained a lot of respect for the industry and, and agents and, and owners that are successful because I've always said consistently, like being an agency owner in the insurance world is one of the hardest jobs on the planet. Um and you know it changes all the time your you know market changes the consumers change and people that are successful are, are you know it's it's a it's something to be proud of so you know played the agency game for a while and then transitioned uh into the technology aspect I was a little more interested in that so jumped into a company called eBridge you know this is going back to 2009 there's a paperless solution that created a a light agency management system was very successful there led to Allstate acquiring that product nice went along to Allstate with the acquisition in 2012 and kind of was there for about nine years 10 years really rolling that product out across the country getting people to use it implement it really develop the roadmap and integrate that into all the larger uh, Allstate products you know technology wise so it was a huge learning experience um, you know, learned a ton, you know, really on the corporate side and how businesses operate and, and such. So 
you know, did that for, for just about 10 years, still have great relationships, both corporate and on the agency level from that world. But as you know, I think most people that are familiar with me within the, you know, kind of the agency world, I'd made the transition to Lightspeed Voice back in, uh, gosh, what was that, 2017, 18? God, it's all blurs together. Uh, but uh, <laughs> It's been a long journey, that's for sure. <laughs> but I, I admit, you know, Brad Fuller, Lightspeed actually integrated with the product, the agent, and then he had a okay. lot within Allstate. And he was making a push really strongly into the independent channel. We kind of connected and I went to lead sales and marketing for Lightspeed Voice. And, you know, this is kind of the start of the progression of the insurance index, which we'll spend some time talking about. But I had all this knowledge the technology, on the products, had a lot of great relationships on the agency level, but I didn't really know what was going on in the independent agency channel, right? Because I was kind of in that captive world. Um, didn't know what the other technologies were necessarily. I didn't know okay. what events were going on out there. I didn't know what networks and associations to connect with. So as I started to grow and develop within that channel, basically started creating my own massive spreadsheets of companies, contacts, and then also you know, Lightspeed was a, a great product and had already had a great reputation. So I was able to manage a lot of these integrations with with the other technology partners and, you know, just kind of really built up this base of knowledge that, you know, at some point I said, hey, there's probably a lot of people that could benefit from having these this data, this information. And it's scattered all over the place. There's no good spot to find it. Um, so it kind of triggered the thoughts back then. We started working on it a little bit. I think you and I actually. Yes, we did. Two yeah. years ago. You know, yep. and, uh, you know, I was busy with life, obviously. Um, I did end up leaving Lightspeed Voice uh, after about three years and jumped on with Better Agency. Really liked what they had going on. You know, it was kind of a great opportunity to get, jump back into that AMS world and just kind of see where it could go. You know, did that for a little bit. Just kind of got to a spot where they were so heavily focused on the actual product. And then as I brought all these, you know, partnerships and potential integrations and different product thoughts, you know, just, we're just kind of going in different directions, right? Yes. So we, yeah, we yeah. decided to part ways after a little bit, still, you know, wish them luck, hope they're doing great things. And then it just kind of opened me up to really push forward full speed with the insurance index. Nice. Which, again, it's just, it's been a long-term vision, just really um, excited to, to get it out there in the, in the public. And we'll obviously talk a little bit more about what it is and, and all that kind of jazz. But I think that was fairly good summary. Hopefully it wasn't too long-winded for another. No, time. I love it. I love it. I love sharing people's story. And, and that's one of the main purposes of the podcast because people feel identify and say, wait, you know, you have created something special, right? And And one of the things that I think that I appreciate the most about you is you and I are very similar. We're all about the relationship. Absolutely. Right, the, the product is the product, but it's the relationship that comes with the product, whether it's an insurance policy or a technology resource or whatever you're doing. It's one thing I love that, you know, about you, because we get to share that it's more the relationship than the product. The product is the end result, yeah. um, but we definitely, we all need it, but it's, it's more about that. So thank you for sharing your story. I appreciate that. And it's funny. It's uh, I always say, if there's something that's keeping you up at night, right? If there's something that you are constantly 
thinking about. If there's something that you're like, you got to go and chase it. You got to go and try and get it. See if it's something that's worth for you, for your family, for your career. Um, and that's, you know, when I created the podcast, that was one of the things. And that's what you have done with the insurance index. You and I have been talking about this for almost two years. And one of the reasons of this podcast, and I wanted to bring you back, I want you to share with everyone what the insuranceindex.com is all about. And I encourage everyone to visit the website because I know you're going to be sharing a lot of information. So talk to me a little bit more about that. Yeah. So kind of how it started was kind of all centered around events, right? So again, most people that are familiar with me, whether they saw me at events or, or just know me from events, and I just obviously created this large database of all the big I events, the PIA, PIA events or national associations, you know, and there's just so many to keep track of. There are a couple of sources out there, but they're very minimal and you know, a lot of times they're broken up into regional or whatever. So it really started as an event platform. And then, you know, as I talked to other people and other vendors, you know, just started to grow and grow and grow. And obviously with all my technology background, I, you know, focusing on the technology aspect was huge. And, it, and it's, there are a lot of lists out there, but a lot of, you know, pretty much all of them are either a network or an association that is being paid to provide that information. So if you don't pay, you're not on there, right? And if you, if you do pay, how much are you paying? Where are you placed? And all that kind of jazz. So it really, as I was developing the website, kind of had two really strong principles that I will stick with as we build it. The first one is I'm never going to charge an agent to access this data. I think, you know, there's a couple out there and agents are paying, which to me is, it makes no sense, right? You're, we're here to serve the agency community. They, they need the information. Why are we going to pay? And then, you know, so that's kind of number one. Number two was that I would list all providers on the website at no cost. Basically, if you're a startup, if you're just getting started or if you're large, you know, get a listing, right? It's not going to be the most fancy big listing on the planet, but you're at least going to be represented on the site, provide your website information, provide your email contact information. And then we have obviously different tiers from that point. So a little bit of a tangent there. But anyway, so, you know, we kind of built that on the technology and then it just keeps kind of growing. And it's one of the things I've been trying to wrangle in personally, you know, jobs and careers is a whole nother thing that talked to so many people that said they would love to have a resource. You know, there's a couple, again, there's a couple out there, there's Indeed, but there's really nothing that's up to date focused on on the insurance world. So that's something that's kind of in development as well. And then there's community forum, which is something that I feel like is important. And again, it's just one of those things I got to kind of get get rocking and rolling on, but just a place for people to connect, whether they're going to an event and, you know, talking about what vendors are there, what speakers are there, and just really connect on that. You're reviewing technology providers, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's it's turned into quite a vast resource, um, made some steps in making it a little bit more refined as well. But yeah, it's been a... It's, been a, a, full, it's a full it's index. It's uh, You and I discussed this, you know, a couple of years ago and you pitch your idea and, and it's yeah. impressive how something that was going to be about sharing all the events, all the conferences, all the conventions and everything that happens all across the country went from that to what it is now. Where there's so many listings for different things. About, about 900 now. Listening. Okay. And I've got a bunch in the in the hopper as well. So the way that the index lives now is it is kind of a, a linear search, I would say. You jump on, you want to find an AMS, you want to find a CRM, you want to find events. You know, it's a, it's a linear list that pulls back. Kind of V2, which I'm working on now, and I've actually got a pretty cool prototype on it. So it's not something that's like months down the road, is a more targeted search. So I was kind of use the example, like I want to go to an event in Florida that Ariel Rivera is speaking at. Nice. And it, there might be one or two of those, right? Or I want to go to an event in California that 
someone else's CPU, whatever the deal is. And it'll, you know, I want a, an AMS that integrates with this VoIP system. So now you're just going to pull back that, that list instead of seeing 30 AMSs, you might only see seven because those are the ones that are integrated, right? Okay. So clearly that's much harder to find that information. It's harder to find to keep that information up to date, but I do feel like there's a massive value there that people have, and, and most people agree, and it's just a matter of managing it and getting it. So yeah, that's kind of the, the direction on the, on the just kind of the website as a standalone. Good, that's awesome. And I can tell you, it's a, you go check an, an agency management system, then the next question is, do you integrate with my phone system? Then the next question is, do you integrate with my CRM or yep. do you have your own CRM? So yep. if you can narrow that down, which is what you're doing, and it's awesome, it's yep. going to be super valuable because the insurance index is going to become the go-to place for us independent agents research about everything, not only conferences. Um, there, there's so many good things, even continuing education courses. I mean, there's so much and so much potential, but you only look at it on one page, whereas Right. right now, you got to go to 10 different websites to try to find out different stuff. So kudos to you, man. That's I'm, I'm so happy you followed through with the idea. And, and I know you, you've you been thinking about it, working hard on it, and it's finally live. So again, I can only encourage everyone to visit the insuranceindex.com because that's going to be your number one source of information for anything insurance related. So yeah, and I love feedback. And, you know, it's, I always, people always say, you know, joke around, feedback is a gift, but it is like, I'll get emails and some, I even, when I first rolled it out, people, everything looks great. But when I'm on the mobile app, this font looks weird or something. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like somebody took yes. the time and they, they emailed oh, yeah. me back, you know, and I just, so it's cool. And I, you know, I send out these listing forms posted on LinkedIn and I'll send it to different vendors and then I'll get one back. And it's just, you know, again, as you kind of build it, it's just that validation of like, hey, people looked, they cared enough to, provide their information for their business. And now it's listed on the site, you know, so it's, it's cool and uh, keeps things exciting for sure. That's awesome. And then, so let's just say I go into insuranceindex.com like I am right now as we're doing the podcast. Do I go and create an account as an agent? Um, what do yeah, you recommend? So, yep. So on the front, you can see everything on the front page without any kind of account or login. Okay. Yeah. And those are actually our premium partners. So you know, there's different ways and different means to get on the site. These are companies, um, they'll drop some names, Imperial IPFS, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Virtual Intelligence, uh, Lightspeed Boys, Social Jazz. These are all companies that have early on have said, hey, we love this concept. We want to jump on board. And uh, so those companies you can see without login. Once you create an account, then you could kind of open up the, the rest of the index and kind of see all the information there. And it's it's a name and an address. It's their email address. It's it's just more to, to kind of keep some form of you control. Know, yeah. Control. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not monitoring and, and kicking people off or anything like that. You know, <laughs> but anyway, you know, obviously, you know, there's it's uh, it'll that will grow as we as we get going. But yeah, initially just jump on, create the account and you're and you're rocking and rolling. Okay. And then what are you looking for on the forum? side of it um do you want just everybody to share whatever they want to share you want people to ask questions and what are you looking for yeah kind of what i'm my vision for that when i when i started it and it was kind of funny just to tell a little bit of a story when i again when i started this that forum aspect wasn't even part of the thought right it was just going to be this directory and i actually engaged a a marketing firm that i'd worked with at lightspeed voice that i really liked and i just loved the process we went through i rebrand with with them and you know kind of jumped in and as we talked marketing guy just came back at one point he's like every time you say something you talk about the community you talk about this 
group of people, you know, how awesome it is. And he's like, this website needs to have a community aspect to it, you know, and that's kind of where the forums came about. So it's one of those things as you get this going, you have to drive activity to the forums, right? People aren't just going to automatically jump on there. But my, where I want it to go, again, is maybe it's not every vendor, but you know, there's a forum about AMSs, there's a forum about CRMs, there's a forum about each event. And so it'd be like, I can jump on there and say, hey, I'm going to be in at IAOA, you know, who else is going, you know, okay. I want to meet, you know, whatever the deal is. And then it could be post reviews, you know, post like, hey, we were just there, here's what we liked, here's what we didn't. Same thing with, with vendors, you know, how do integrations work? You know, what's what kind of deals are going on right now? You know, so it's really product and event specific is kind of the, the direction. Um, you know, there's tons of stuff on Facebook, obviously, and LinkedIn, but the goal is the forum on the site is it's searchable. You can view it. So how many Facebook groups are you in where like twice a week someone asks the same question? I know. I know. <laughs> this way, with this forum, you can jump in and search like AMS 360 and it'll pop up any forums that had talked about AMS 360, you know, so you don't have to ask the same questions over and over and over again. That's awesome. And I can see I'm opening the, the filter side of it as soon as you log in on the homepage yeah. and it's asking you whether you're a vendor or an agent and what are you looking for? Companies, jobs, you know, yeah. association automation and all. So, I mean, dude, you have built something really good. And I look forward to having this same episode two years from now, where we can have the conversation about you guys becoming the go-to website for agency resources and vendors as well. So congratulations, man. You did awesome. It's been, it's been a long journey, right? <laughs> so listen. When we talk about technology, we talk about automation, we talk about phone system. Every now and then we have uh, the conversation, right? Or the question about, you know, what would be the ideal tech stack, which as they call it now, um, for any agency to have. And, and sometimes, and again, I have seen super successful agencies. I mean, these agencies were writing probably close to $2 million in revenue a year, and they were still managing a lot of their policies in Excel, which yep. is like... To me, it makes no sense in 2023 that it's going on. So, you know, I get the question whether I'm speaking at a conference or whatever, what's the ideal tech stack, right? So do you have any recommendations for, you know, everyone that listens to us? Yeah, no, for sure. And it's it's something I've dealt with that question for, for years, really. And especially even at Allstate, the massive company, right? They they battle with what to provide, what to not, to not provide. And kind of... You have to have automation today, right? And, and there's so many great tools that, that have the automation. Whether you have an AMS, CRM, a combo, you obviously need a prospect and customer management tool that provides automation, automated contact out to your folks. It's just impossible to grow and manage in today's world without you know having automated contact. It's just not not managed. I, I, there's so many good options out there on that world, and. You know, at the end of the day, whatever you pick, like I would say, like when I was at Allstate, there was this constant battle of we need to build this all-in-one solution. Like we need one spot for an agent to go and just be able to do everything. And it's just not going to happen. Like you just can't. There's too much new technology. There's if you're dealing with the auto customer versus a life insurance customer versus a commercial customer versus an investment customer, there's no way one platform is going to properly manage that, right? So as long as everything talks, right? So I'm, mm -hmm. you know. I was, I mean, I'm an integrator on the technology side. And, you know, as long as you get stuff to speak, who cares where you do it? Obviously, from a financial aspect. Yes. You know, at some point, you want to have stuff under control. But I, I do feel like that'd be, you know, for the people that just constantly look for the all-in-one solution. And I would say, like, if, if it was if it was a thing, there would already be multiples of it. Yes. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It would be probably the largest one in the world. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So 
fix stuff, use it, make sure it has automation. And even for myself, like on the AI side, I'm still trying to get up to speed on it. I feel like that has to be part of your stack going into next year, whether it's just in the beginning stages or not, the speed at which and the accuracy at which you can get stuff done with the AI is incredible. I'm, I'm a big, still a human. I like to yes, yeah. like that's necessary, but automating those tasks is, is vital as we go forward. So it's a long-winded answer, but I think it's, again, make sure everything talks and make sure it automates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I tell everyone, more importantly, use it because there's oh, so 100%. many oh. Yeah. The amount of agencies that they just purchase products and products and products and technology. Yeah. And now you have, you know, three CRMs and you're not even using one of them. I say yeah. it, it can be the, the greatest one, the most advanced yeah. one or the most simple one. Just use it. That's well, it. Fighting that battle, even with the insurance index, I've been trying to find the right CRM, trying to find kind of this all in one deal. And I find myself telling myself all the time, like, you're not going to use this. So just don't do it. You know, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah using it is is critical and you know just kind of a funny story with with the Allstate deal when they first acquired eagent i mean this it was like my first big meeting and they were like well how do you guys measure success on on people using your system and my response was if they pay their bill you know at the exactly. end of, we we were a small private growing company if they were paying we weren't worried about what they were doing what i did learn a lot of in Allstate is obviously getting them to use it creates the the buy-in, the stickiness. And we actually got to the point where we were charging all state agents for a product that all state owned. I think to this day, it's still the only one that done that, but there was so much buy-in and everyone was using it that they had no problem paying. So yeah, I'm, I'm much as you know, in my world now, definitely focus on use and customer success as well. Yes. And you mentioned automation as well. It's one of those things like automation is here to stay. I'm not saying it's going to substitute anyone. You still got to have your team members, you know, your account executive, your CSRs. It's only there to enhance what you're doing to make you better. You know, it's that's been proven, right? Even over time. I mean, it's uh, I always kind of use the, the example of like toll booths, right? There used to be toll booths all over the place and every toll booth had a person in it. and you know, they were getting paid, you know, you hear stories of New Jersey and New York, these guys were making crazy amounts of money working overtime stuff. But anyway, <laughs> there's no more people at toll booths, right? Everything's odd. But what did that do? That created how many engineering jobs, yep. how many construction jobs as it was, as they were knocking down the old booths and building the new ones. So yeah, the, you, the person you see that was taking the money is gone, but there are probably, probably created three jobs just off of that one, yep. you know? So yeah, it was automated, but there's still a ton of people involved and you just got to be involved in the right spot. Exactly. I agree. I agree with that. So listen, man, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you, brother. Before we go, I want you to share something fun about yourself because this is fun insurance solutions, right? We're the ones that find insurance fun. Um, yeah. Everybody else sees us as sees the industry as a boring, whatever. It's fun. So share something fun about yourself. Yeah, I think I'll probably go the easy route. You can kind of see, I don't see behind me. I've got some golf <laughs> playing. So, um, you know, as when I was with Lightspeed Voice, especially, I was traveling a lot, 35, 40 weeks a year, it seemed like. And I, I just made a decision at one point. If I was going to be somewhere more than two days, I was bringing my golf clubs. And uh, <laughs> it was not convenient. It was not convenient, I promise you. So having a trade show booth plus a whole bag of golf clubs was was not convenient, but it kept me sane. It kept me excited about being on the road and, and provided some some relief from long days at conferences. So yeah, golf golf's definitely my my happy spot, and uh, I tried to work it into 
the job for sure. Nice. Plus, you got to play many, many courses across the country, which is oh, even yeah, that's Tory Pines, Scottsdale, nice. Yeah. Nice, no, nice, nice. Good. Well, you can always come to my neck of the wood and we can go play TPC Sawgrass, you know, and then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And no, that, that, was, that, that place is magical for sure. It is beautiful. I have not played it yet. I'm dying to play it. I have not played yeah. it yet. But yeah, hopefully 2024 will be the year I finally get to play it. There you um, go. So I appreciate it. <laughs> so I, did just, I did play it once and I was I was having like one of the best days of my life golf wise. And then I put a ball in the water on 16, 17 and 18. So oh, I definitely need, I definitely need to go back and avenge those three holes. I was I was just going to ask you after that, before you mentioned that, did you hit the green in 17? I missed um, it like two feet. But yeah, it's, it's incredible. And it just amazes you how good those guys. I mean, you just I'm nobody. I just thought it was like a Tuesday afternoon and you just get like you can't even swing the club. You just yep, have these courses that you've seen and watched the pros on. And yeah, it's like I was just happy to hit the ball. Yeah, I've been going to the players every Thursday since 2020. Yep. And usually on Thursday, it's not so crowded. So you can actually get close to the tee box where you're seeing them only six, eight feet away from you. And it's 120 yard most of the time. Or it's like you would think it's nothing for them, specifically yeah. for them. And it still means the whole world. It's It makes you, you know, yep. shake and tremble. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I can't even imagine what's going to do for us. So anyways, exactly. listen, man, whoever wants to connect with you, where should they contact you? LinkedIn, Facebook, what do you prefer? Yeah, LinkedIn's great. So, you know, just Stephen Moore. And we do have a growing community on the insurance industry index at LinkedIn. Got a, I think I'm up over 400 followers now, which is super cool. Nice. Uh, I'm definitely on Facebook, but I do try and push most of the stuff over to LinkedIn. You can email me. It's just my full name, stephen.moore, M-O-H-R, at theinsuranceindex.com. And uh, definitely always happy to chat and feedback and uh, love helping people out in the industry. So if it's just have general questions about whether it's an event or technology, I'm, I'm always happy. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And I really look forward to the next two years of the insurance index and see where it takes you because I know it's going to be amazing. So I appreciate you, man. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Hey guys, Johnny here. If you want to make 2024 your best year yet, check out www.theinsuranceindex.com to research all the upcoming events, vendors, speakers, and much more. Please visit www.theinsuranceindex.com and make 2024 your best year ever.